He's like a cat, except he's got a million lives. Um, he's got a brand new show, premieres tonight on the ABC. It's Life on the Line, uh, where he does things that should kill him, but thank God science saves his life. Todd Sampson is in the studio. Morning, buddy. Hey. Do you know, Todd, I get reminded about uh, of you, actually, on a daily basis, because Uh-oh. last time... No, no, no. It, it, well, it's sort of good, sort of bad. Last time you were in, you were encouraging us to meditate. You said all successful people meditate. So I downloaded the app you suggested and mm-hmm. I was going to meditate. <laughs> but so far, all I de- get is daily reminders to meditate and never actually do that. <laughs> oh, but, uh, you know, as I recommend it, I think meditation is, it is one of the things that the most successful people in the world do. It's one of the uh, defining traits of successful people. Breath, breath control in some way, mm. shape or form. And how much meditation did you use when you were making this oh. show in a swimming pool having an AK-47 fired at you? I tell you what, for that one, I used all the breath control I could have. Like, you know, doing the research, and the research says the bullet can go two kilometers above water. Mm. And Cameron McAvoy, who was the physicist, there's a physicist in each episode, and Cameron's a student, he's a very good physicist, and he calculated that I could stand, based on the resistance of the water, I could stand 1.8 meters from the gun, an AK-47, and they'll pull the trigger and I should be fine. So then I said to Cameron, I said... Can I just put an extra meter on that? Just in case you're wrong. Yeah, man. So yeah. they actually did that. Yeah. On this show. <laughs> it was really crazy. That's episode two. And what and is wrong I, with you? And you can see, and obviously we didn't test, you know, I wouldn't I refuse to let any human being be a stunt double because it's risky for them. Mm. And I didn't want anyone else getting hurt. So oh, when I went in the pool, we had filmed. This is not in the film. Plus, you're like, you, I want the kudos for dying for this. If it's going to happen, oh, no, no, I, no, I want to no, be no. the hero. No, no, no. We went, we went, insurance basically said, you got to get in front of it. Uh, the, the We went all night because of the errors and the mistakes. The bullets started arcing up oh. and they were concerned it would shoot me in the face. Wow. So yes. we, we literally started at four o'clock in the afternoon. And the final shot that makes the film, we didn't do until 4.30 in the morning. Wow. And I was getting nervous that we were starting to make mistakes. Mm. Like, and and in the end, I just said, okay, load it up. Let's just get in there and get this that done. That sounds like wow. Osher's filming of The Bachelor, Bachelor. has to do it at that time <laughs> in the morning because things yeah. get risky. Let's say K-47's more roses. That, yeah. that, well. <laughs> that should be the tagline for the episode too because you are a bit of a sex symbol and people would watch it was like, Todd Sampson might get shot in his pretty, pretty face. <laughs> yeah. were like, no. Well, it, gets, it gets close uh, wow. in this one. So, Do you have to phone someone before you do this? Like in all honesty, like you kind of go, like it's all going to be fine, but you just call your, your kids and you call your wife just to go hey yeah I, 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 I tried again I what I recommended to you I try to do I, I try to do some meditation relax myself I trusted the science but I started to doubt the human error and the mechanics mm. yeah of course uh, I started to go oh shit if they get this wrong uh, yeah, and, and it is as it is on, on camera, actually. Uh, the pieces to camera were right before the shots. There was no double takes on them. And I just tried to to roll through it, but I was genuinely scared. And with the gun, you could see what happens, right? So mm. w- without giving too much away, I'm clearly I'm still alive, but the I, I, under, I, <laughs> oh, I underestimated. A what a shame. <laughs> uh, I know some people are thinking, oh, that guy's got to die soon. Hey, this is a pre-recorded interview. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but there, there was a moment, right, where the crew w- weren't allowed in the, in the room, in the pool, because it's, it's a 
lot of legalities. We had to go to Melbourne. You weren't allowed to do it in Sydney. You weren't allowed to bring an AK-47 in public. We had to wait until nighttime. We had to hide it. But when what I didn't expect is the shockwave from the gun oh, yeah. and the sound. So when the gun went, my entire body went into a convulsion, like I kind of jerked. Mm. And for a moment, those that were peering through the glass thought, we just shot this bloke. Oh. And it was, you can see their faces. There was such a sense of relief when they realized that I wasn't actually shot in the pool. Wow. But my body looked like it because the shockwave hit me. Wow. And my body contorted, you know, immediately. Please tell what me there was, was that one joking? guy that just dropped his gun and ran. Like, I'm out. I'm out of this stuff. We can't wait to see the other ways that you um, almost get your wife to claim her life insurance. It's going to be very interesting to check it out. Uh, Todd Sampson's Life on the Line at premieres at uh, 8 o'clock on the ABC. Todd Sampson, thanks for coming on, mate. Great to see you. Thanks for having me. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Now, Osh, I reckon this might have been a bit of a uh, emotional day for you yesterday because it was all about you, and I don't know how much you were involved, uh, but reading headlines that the press council handed down its ruling against the Daily Mail, and if everyone, well, if everyone will cast their mind back to September, yeah, <laughs> there were photos of you that went viral in Bali, and you were going scuba diving, yeah. and you were topless which is something that you have tried your whole working life to avoid, even when you were in the Bachelor of the Year, I think it was, Cleo Bachelor of the Year. That's You're probably correct. the only First person. First one to ever never take their shirt off. There you go, yep. But they posted photos and there was headlines all talking about Bali, be- Bali Belly. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, you this spoke is the wetsuit when you were yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah. the wetsuit. Yeah, yeah. The daily- they followed... They followed, me, they followed me when I went on a scuba diving adventure on a, on a day off and... Um, they they wrote these really horrible things, and as I told you on the day, I was I felt really bullied by it, really bullied and and ridiculed, and and belittled, and uh, I felt it was really unfair. So when the opportunity came up to complain to the press council, which is kind of like our ombudsman, like our industry watchdog, um, uh, in an, in the you know pre- press media at least, um, I took it. I took the opportunity to to complain because. It was just really important to me to make a stand against this stuff because I, you know, I don't want to live in a society where this kind of journalism, I'm using the air quotes, this kind of journalism <laughs> exists. And so it was super important for me to, 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 to say something. And um, they did find actually in my favour, mm. I think there was like seven general principles that were in question and they breached three of them. Mm. Uh, one of them including my that I do have a right to privacy. Yeah, I'm a public figure, but when I'm getting changed on a secluded beach 5,000 kilometres from my house, I have an expectation that someone's not going to jump out from behind a a minivan and and shoot my photo. Yeah. Do you know, it's it's silly. The Daily Mail fought it, though, and they said that it was reference to the barley belly was actually a pun on you being based in barley and nothing to do with you showing your belly. Oh, um. I had to go, be- to, so to go before the press council, I won't go into details, but I had to appear before the, before oh, the press council. Right. Yeah. And this is a little like, like when you go up against someone like the Daily Mail, I mean, it's like going up against the biggest, strongest bully in the schoolyard mm. and also knowing that they have really bigger and stronger and very well paid people in their staff who deal with this kind of stuff every day. It's mm. their job. But that's why f- people, that's why they get the most hits. 
the worst headline gets the yeah. most hits. And that that's our fault as well for clicking on those. Like Samantha Armitage, she gets body shamed and fat shamed constantly. And they're the ones that have taken a stance. Daily Mail and said, look, we apologise now. Well, that's We're not going to be doing it. But it is. Like the most read articles are the ones where girls have lost weight, put on weight, without makeup. I can't say why people want to click on this stuff because, I mean, for me... It's that, it's that kind of stuff that it's not – I'm going to get really – okay. It's not the Australian way to tear each other down. Mm. It's, it's un-Australian. It really is. Is, it, is there a double edge to it, though, Osh, where it – I mean, you appearing in these things and people being interested in you mean that you're relevant and that's what someone who's on television needs to keep their career going, you know? Is there any side of that mm. in it or are you just not into it at all? Do you know what I mean? Like, no, that's, no that's, and that's a fairly totally reasonable question. Like mm. if I'm – in Brisbane, riding my bicycle around, and I've been photographed coming to work at 4.30 in the morning on my bike, you know, covered head to toe in Lycra. Mm. Fair enough. Mm. I'm in Brisbane. I'm outside my place of work. Totally understandable. Mm. If I'm coming and going from the Bachelor set or where I live, I mean, hopefully they don't follow me back to my house. Mm. Uh, but if I'm coming and going from my house um, when I'm in, in Sydney shooting for the Bachelor, it's kind of understandable, all right? Mm. But if I am getting changed on a secluded beach... 5,000 kilometres from home down a two and a half hour windy road at this remote diving location and I've been followed there mm. and they take my photo and then print it with these ridiculing headlines mm. making fun of something that I've talked about on the show with you guys. I've talked about the weight gain caused by the meds I'm on. Mm. Heaps. And then making fun of me for doing it. No. I say no. And I, I don't want to live in a community where that sort of thing is okay, where the person with the most money and the, the you know, the... The, the most deepest pockets to pay the heavy people to get on emails and phone calls to scare you off mm. can say whatever the hell they want. It's kind of like when someone takes a photo of you and you go, oh, wait, 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 can you take it a bit again because it wasn't at the best angle and wait a minute, can you use the filter? I like, can't. in all honesty, the council said mm. in their ruling that you didn't expect to be photographed there and therefore that's why they were. Um, like, if, if you're down at Bondi with the new Bachelor or whatever, you expect to be photographed, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. I can't Absolutely. get photographed. <laughs> I, I, I should actually apologise to you, Osh, because we weren't working together at the time and I did click on it mm. and I did look at it. Mm. Um, and I remember at the time thinking, that's so unfair. Nobody looks good in a wetsuit. No, that is true. <laughs> Certainly no, not getting no, in or out of it. Yes. <laughs> well, how, can, how can they judge him for that? I've never seen anyone look sexy in a wetsuit can you, before. Can you sue, Osh? Is this something of uh, interest? Because it's, it's, it's obviously passed down that they were, um, they were guilty of that. Can I'm you then go for I'm not interested in, in suing them. I'm interested in the press council, you know, slapping them on the wrist. I mean, it's not mm. the outcome I wanted. Mm. Um, of, of the seven principles that I, you know, I was complaining about, three of them, only three of them were found to have been breached. I, I really questioned some of the rulings, but that's okay. That's, you know, that's the outcome it is. But it was super, it's just super important for me to say to these people who have just been going around our country and our community just bullying everybody. No, no, I'm not I'm not going to do with this. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Oh, g'day. It's Tradie Chat Tuesday. It most certainly is, and that can only mean one thing. We head to Abby Jane Coleman's house and catch up with her husband, a bona fide tradie, and the man who, let's say, Brisbane is falling in love with him one second at a time. Scotty Too Hotty joining us. Good morning, mate. Good morning, all. How are we? Yeah, we are yeah, good. Good morning, hon. You working on the house already? Yeah, I'm already here, baby. Five o'clock, I was here this morning. Oh, look mm. into yeah. it. Look We're trying to get How are you into it when there's noise restrictions until mm. seven? Nah, so I was just spraying out with a spray can. 
marking out some things. Okay. Uh, just yeah, tagging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty too hot he was here. Yeah. <laughs> 2017. Yeah, yeah boy. Copyright. Um, all right, what do you got for us this morning? What's on your mind, man? All right, man, I'm talking about, uh, mate, on the back of this, this silly thing old mate did yesterday was it? Well, it was the other day. Sorry about sorry. the crocodile jumping in trying to impress a girl to get a number or something. Mm, mm. The, um, um, it, was it, he in Cairns? Was it? In his vale. In his vale was it? Oh, it was bless. in his vale, and it was at two thirty in the morning after pub and uh, ten cups of goon. I think he said. Yeah, that's oh. a lot of goon. Mm. And uh, does someone said double D to jump into the water? He said, All right. That's when good times go bad. Uh, yeah, <laughs> jumped into the arms of a waiting crocodile, well, managed to escape the death roll. Now he's called Lefty. Well, didn't he get the girl's number, right? A backpacker's number, an English backpacker, and then he's like, oh, wait a minute, watch this. So then he went into the crocodile infested mm. river. Mm. He is, he croc blocked himself. <laughs> oh, oh Take the rest of the day off, man. Well he done, acted. Buddy. I got to go. That home. On a <laughs> Thank you. So, <laughs> show's <laughs> over. What's that? Well, see, what do you got, Stab? You can beat that. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got for us? What, what, what is it about this that has piqued your interest, bud? Uh, well, me and a mate, um, Mossy, good mate of mine, oh, we yeah. were uh, kind of the same sort of thing. We were a few deeper and it was getting close to morning and we were both trying to, I do impress a girl. So we sort of... Both stood in front of a tennis ball shooting machine that my mate had because he's a tennis trainer, and oh, yeah. and uh, whoever could last the most hits, um, the girl had to make out with. So, oh. <laughs> who won? <laughs> uh, I did actually. Of course you did. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was it was quite interesting that those things hurt. We only allowed to stand five meters in front of it, and wow. they were shooting balls at us, and wow. you had to cover your eyes. <laughs> And your uh, yep. nether's region. Mm-hmm. And anyway, we were shooting each other like it had to take me turns. I think I got about three or four balls, and then I was out. I'm like, oh, that hurts too much. Yeah, right. And then I was my turn, so I shot him straight away in the in the <laughs> Netherland regions. And he, he, as he went down, his head went dropped as well, and I hit him in the head with a ball. Brilliant. Well, it sort of knocked him out. So okay. what, what girl was impressed by this? Oh, don't want to know, honey. <laughs> <laughs> what was her name? What was her name, Scotty? <laughs> I don't think he's done anything I to try to impress remember. me. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Okay, Just so, one on the list. So what is the actual <laughs> topic that you want people to discuss this morning? When how many you balls done? have you... No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were talking about that. Like, how many balls have you lost playing silly games? Um, no, I'm talking probably along the lines of what have you done that's Silly to impress a girl, or okay. yeah, right. Maybe yeah. even girls. I think. Do we want to open up to women who yeah. may have gone oh, yeah. down that line? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the same. Yep, girls. What have you done to impress a man? Mm. Yeah, because right. I think it's the only one Scotty's done for a girl. Normally, they're for his mates. Hilarious. Yeah. Mm. Well, why would you want to wake? Why would you want to make out with his mate? No, have they just impress each other. Have you seen? Have you ever heard of a game of thongo? No. Oh, oh it's a nasty game. That oh, one. God. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. That's another show. <laughs> It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Oh, g'day. It's Tradie Chat Tuesday. Tradie Chat Tuesday that my husband Scotty Too Hotty runs because he is a tradie. And he came home last night and he wanted to talk about that. You know, the guy that got um, attacked by a crocodile yes. after he swam in an infested lake. I'm going to put, I'm going to, like, I'd say the crocodile got attacked by a human. Crocodile was just happily enjoying its night trying to have a yeah. nap. Two o'clock in the morning, some 18-year-old trying to impress a girl. 
dives in to its mouth. Did you hear him tell the story? Yeah, I just punched him with my right hand a few well, times. As if he did. That's well, that's like how did he get out Nick there? Fanning, he didn't punch that. Oh, shark. he punched that he shark. Did how not. dare you? That's what yeah. you got to do. And then you pull your hand into their gills Stop and it. rip that's their guts I, out through I, their gills. That's what I said. It happens if you get attacked by a shark. But anyway, it's a different story. The question this morning is on thirteen ten sixty. What have you done that's a bit silly to impress a guy or a girl? We're presuming we're only going to get guys, but 131060, we've got Bo from Collingwood Park. What have you done to impress someone? Uh, well, back in high school, whenever the teacher used to leave the room, there was always some kind of pissing contest going on, mm. and we used to play a game called phone book, but because we didn't have phone books, we only had textbooks in school, we'd stand about two feet away from each other and see who could take the most smacks in the face with the textbook. Wow. Oh, my God. Seems like there's an easy name change there. Yeah. And then... Now let's call it phone phone books. Now that you had, you know, now that you had moderate concussion, did that make you more attractive to the ladies? Oh, I thought it did, but... <laughs> Do you know, out of any no. of these, it never does. It never makes no. you go, oh, gee, that's a guy unconscious. Look how look how much he took for me. Both, I'll kiss him. Both just reminded me that well, I used to do a thing where I would put on a um, bike helmet or a motorbike helmet yeah. and then just run full tilt at a wall. I could see you doing that today. Yeah. <laughs> was anyone else around you or was that just for you? <laughs> That was how I geared up to go out. <laughs> now I'm ready. Chris in that cravat. I should take a few. What have you done to impress a lady? Well, anyway, many years ago, back in the day when you had the old Holden station wagon, oh, no yeah. seatbelts where you could wind the rear window down. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah, good times. There was a heap of us in the car. We were on our way on a fishing trip, and I thought, oh, yeah, we met some girls over there with us. I thought I'd, I'd show them what I can do. I climbed out the back window as we were driving uh-huh. along the roof rack. Uh-huh. Once I got in front of the driver, I hung onto the roof rack and dropped my face down in front of the driver. <laughs> that didn't, end, didn't end as well as I was hoping. Did the car crash? What? No, no, the car didn't crash. The driver kind of panicked, hit the brakes. The car slid off the road. I was hanging on fine. I was fine. I got back in the car. Didn't win the girl. They just thought I was stupid. Yeah. Oh, I can see why. Oh, God. We obviously don't condone any of this. No. That's a oh long fishing God. trip. Kane. Kane in Red Bank. Trip. We're going to wrap it up with you, buddy. What did you do to impress a lady? Yeah, so when I was younger, when I was parkour and stuff, uh, one of the girls was watching, so I decided to climb up on this two-story roof and... Uh, Jump off for her, mm-hmm. and uh, didn't end the way I expected. Broken what? leg. You, you broke your leg. <laughs> yeah. What a surprise! <laughs> did, you, did you get her to sign the cast at all? No, didn't seem to impress, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what a shock! I just do. <laughs> All I wonder right. if it's really to impress just the girls or your mates. All this, just... this kind of does <laughs> make me close. feel kind of safer now that Gigi is like coming up on like teenage years. It's like, mm-hmm. ah, you'll. You'll be fine. Boys are dumb for quite a while. Yeah. But isn't this guy that swam in the crocodiles, he apparently he is going her. on a date yeah, with her. Yeah, he's going on a date with her. They're going to the movies. Crocodile Dundee. Rogue. So they're going to check that <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. Uh, well, I appreciate that no girls were brave enough to call up. I'm sure there's some stories out there. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. She put the icing on the cake for the Brisbane Lions. And she does. Welcome, Emily Bates. Yeah. Oh, yes. Emily Bates from the Brisbane Lions. He was very excited. <laughs> Our voiceover guy. <died. laughs> <laughs> hey, I sent a few uh, angry text messages yesterday, group, group text messages. Yeah, I'm happy. sure that you enjoyed them just yeah. because the Women's AFL League has just been amazing. The support that they've got is fantastic. People want to go to the games. And the Brisbane Lions, they have lost a game so far. They're in the grand final. They had a bye last weekend. They were trying to work out who they played. Mm. Adelaide 
Broncos um, is going into the grand final and they were hoping to have it at the Gabba, rightly so. It's the home of the Brisbane Lions. But unfortunately, they have now said that the pitch is not suitable, the ground's not suitable for them to play, blaming Adele. But what I can't get my head around is Adele performed there three and a bit weeks ago. She performed at Etihad Stadium in Melbourne only this weekend and they're playing this weekend. So Mm. why one week for them and three and a half weeks we can't do... We, should, we should call Jim's mowing and say, guys, can you go and do an inspection oh, for us? I want to do a secret inspection and work it out. Mm. Yeah. Some people say that they're trying to get it sealed for next week so that the men's Brisbane Lions game can play, but they've decided that they're going to have it on uh, Metricon down at the Gold Coast. Ugh. So mm. if you're going to go all the way down there. It's like the 80s again when the yeah. Brisbane yeah. Bears showed up yes. and we had to go down to the Goldie for games. They're yeah. doing free transport, but the game yeah. is at, the game's at 1 o'clock and that's free and then they've got to kick everyone out and then go back to the men's game mm. at 7 o'clock as I'm the men's Brisbane Lions take on the Suns. I'm calling bullshiz. Mm. Yeah, no, at the okay. Metricon. I'm Metricon. calling bullshiz on this and they don't yeah. think they're going to get the crowd yeah. that they need at Metricon. Mm. So they know they're going to pull a, a very strong crowd because people want to see how amazing these women are going. So they're like, yeah. you know what, let's steal their. Mm. Is Emily still on the phone? Yeah, sorry, I should let you talk. <laughs> Emily, morning, hon. <laughs> morning. Hey, Emily. Set, we've got to set this up. This is a very intricate yeah. thing here, Emily. It you is. you yep. tell us. We've told you what we think. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Um, well, initially, we were quite disappointed just because, obviously, the Gabba is our home ground. Mm. But um, I guess we just have to put it aside, really, and, and be appreciative that it is still in Queensland. So there were talks that it was going to be moved to Melbourne or even mm. Adelaide Oval. So at least it is in Queensland, and hopefully our... Very loyal supporters can still get around us and make the trip down the M1. Well, Emily, you're being more diplomatic than I am. Have uh, you yeah. found out Certainly exactly? Less swear words. Yeah. Have you found out exactly why? Why is it that the Gabba? Because I know everyone's going to blame Adele now, and I feel conflicted because I went. <laughs> but did why? you wear stilettos? No, I didn't. I wore flats. I can't you remember. See? Yeah, I did. Thinking ahead. <laughs> but Emily, have you been told? Is there any information why this pitch could not be ready when other states have got it together? Um, I'm under. I think my understanding is that um, the curator of the Gabba laid new turf after the Gabba Uh, concert, I mean the Adele concert, mm -hmm. so um, I think that's something that the other stadiums didn't do, Mm. and I think it's now under questioning as to why that happened, knowing that there was games to be played in a few weeks' time, so... Yeah, I think that's that's my understanding of the situation. I don't think it's Adele's fault. No, do you feel no slightly annoyed that they feel like they were preparing for the men's season rather than realising that you guys were going to be in the grand final and push it earlier for you? Yeah, it is pretty frustrating, but... Yeah, once again, like we don't want to waste too much of our energy thinking about it. But mm. yeah, I'll it do is it for pretty you, frustrating because yeah. I live right across the road from the Gap. I wouldn't yeah. have to wake up and walk <laughs> over the road. Yeah, yeah. there's free, there's free travel okay. down, Emily. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do do it, I so personally, I and look, I don't know anything about the ins and outs of the side of the AFL and what they have to spend money on. But I, this mm-hmm. my first attention went to. They've thought there's a game down the road. Mm. Why are we going to spend all that money on getting the Gabba up to scratch and getting all these people in there when it's actually going to draw the crowd away from down there mm. and we're not going to make the money on the men's? I feel like they've been a bunch of pussies on this mm. and they're just trying to wrap it all up together so that there's no possible financial loss for them. Because let's be honest, everyone will go to your game, not yeah. the men's. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I think the AFL really did try to make it a standalone game at the Gabba because they were really trying to look after us and it just it unfortunately came down to Stadiums Queensland and the curator of the Gabba. Mm. So, oh. unfortunately, they um, had the decision in the end. It wasn't up to the AFL and the Brisbane Lions. If that's true, Maddie, if what you're saying is true, that is mm. a very, very troubling state of affairs. 
and it, it would go all the way to the top as far as the discrimination against the, the Women's League and what the Women's League could do for our country and the, the sporting health yeah. of, our, of, of our community. If they've gone, oh, no, no, we want to just slam everyone in and sell more pies on the day. Well, they're not getting any money from the women's games because they're still free and it's still going to be free at one o'clock when you go down to Metricon. Yeah, you've still got to buy stuff in the ground, Abby. Mm. Yeah, but... You've still got to buy beers. You've still mm. got to... You know what I mean? Like, Do you know what, Emily? When you guys win, and this is mm-hmm. confusing <laughs> for me because I have been Adelaide um, supporter as well, just stay in the change rooms. Do you know what I mean? Just stay there and just celebrate until like 8 o'clock and go, sorry guys, you know us, about at time. <laughs> Good idea, we might do that. <laughs> Emily, you're very diplomatic. Yeah. Um, we appreciate it. Good luck for the yeah, weekend. Well yeah, we'll we'll luck. Luck. Thank you. We'll love to talk to you on Monday when you win. Oh, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Thanks, guys. Good on you. Thanks, Monday, but we'll Emily. give it a shot. What's that? It'd be Mad Monday. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. exactly why we want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Emily Bates from the uh, Women's Brisbane's Lions here at Hit 105. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha's Vegas Roulette. Yeah, we are giving you the chance to pick up $20,000 US Brisbane. Um, we'll give you 10000 to take to Las Vegas. You're there for 24 hours. you got to bet it all on red or black. Be warned, though, if you pick the wrong colour, you may come home completely empty-handed. Well, actually, you might have two halves of a broken heart in your hands. (laughs) But you're in Vegas and you get free drinks when you're there. Oh, well, that's all sweet then. (laughs) Giggity, giggity. Uh, Register hit105.com.au. We thought we'd chat right now to a guy named uh, Bill Krakenberger. Mm. He is a professional gambler um, over there in Vegas, and he joins us right now. Hey, Bill. Hi, guys. How are you? Thank you for having me on. What makes you a professional gambler, and when did you start? Uh, about 20 years ago, maybe 25 years ago, but 20 years ago, I started taking this serious. I uh, moved out to Vegas 13 years ago. And what makes me different than, than most people is uh, I, I just do not have that particular uh, a gamble to me. Actually, I, I don't consider myself a gambler. I'm more of a person who uh, I bet the games. I hardly even watch the games. Uh, there's no allegiance to any of my betting. My betting is done on a computer program. It's a mathematical thing. Uh, my allegiance is my bankroll. It's not any particular team or any particular, it's just my style of, of, of wagering. And it's the bankroll management, like I said, it's the mental game right. of not having any chase mode. We should right. say, worry about if you lose a game. Yeah, right. You are, so you're, you're, a, you're a sports better. That is your profession. You only bet on sports, right? Correct. Hey, uh, Bill, what have you learned about 10 grand disappearing in front of your eyes? Well, what I would say right now, just to let you know, yeah. if they don't know this, they should bet it at a casino that uh, entitles you to uh, zero, one single zero instead of two zeros. Because on a two zero game, it's it's five and a half percent edge for that, uh, that player. But yet it's half of that. Uh, on, on a single zero game, so mm. and you guys are welcome to look me up, and I'll I'll even show you which casino to go to, oh. and which you know if I can help you with that, I'd be happy to do it. Yeah, Thank I you. would uh, love that. Play. It's less it's less house edge. That's a, it's a it's a good bet. However, you have to play a single zero table. Most of the casinos do not have that table. However, the high limit rooms do have them, so you okay. have to know where to go, and and you have to bet the, the single zero table to bet red and black. In my opinion, right. Bill, what's your best bet? When have you walked away with the biggest return? Uh, well, about 10 years ago, uh, Cantor Gaming, Cantor Fitzgerald out of New York, they opened up sports books here in Las Vegas. They put up a contest with a 
half a million dollars, winner take all. And I guess that was, I had a partner, but that, that was my biggest win. We won half a million. We, we won the contest, NFL sports betting over the, over the whole season, uh, $500,000. We gave, we gave a percentage to charity, but yeah, we walked away with, uh, close to, close to half a million. It was, that, that's my biggest, wow. my biggest win ever. Now I've realized why you're not a pro gambler. You've got no emotion with it. You're a mathematician, <laughs> yeah, exactly, aren't you? Exactly, exactly. Uh, you know, I'm, I've been thrown out of the casinos for doing nothing illegal, just for using my head. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's unfortunate, but instead of the, but there are some casinos in town here which do take my bets. They, they use my information. They adjust their lines, which means that when I bet something, they adjust it to put their customers on the opposite side of me. If mm. you say I'm a winning mm. player, then just put your customers on the opposite side. And there are a couple that are smart enough to do that. What happens, because this is your profession, you don't have any other job, when you do, uh, well, when you lodge your tax um, at the end of the year, what can you claim as deductions? Like, is there anything? You could could claim some, yeah, some some dinners maybe here and there, but, um, you know, it's funny, I pay a quarterly estimated tax, and at the end of the year, uh, it's it's, it's very difficult. I get my win-loss statements from the, from the casinos and the sports books, and uh, but but however, it's it's unlike anyone any, anywhere else. You know that 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 this job is just a very unique job. I do file my tax with my wife, who's who's just, she's an attorney, mm. so we file our taxes together. And uh, but you know, you know I have to pay. I have to justify my lifestyle. I can't say I drive a brand new Cadillac if I'm saying I make twenty thousand a year. Mm. It's just not what I do. So, yeah, Bill, right. what about what about when you lay ten thousand dollars down and you lose? Right. What do you want to know? How how does it feel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, honestly, it, there there is no feeling. It's a numb feeling. I've had days where I've had you know days where I've lost fifty, sixty thousand dollars at the end of the day. But I, I know. Oh, but I know at the end of the at the end of the quarter, I, I, I'm going to be. I've never had a losing quarter ever. So right. it's all a matter of whatever I. What, the more money I bet, put on the now not per game. But spread across the teams I have, mm. I know I have a three four percent edge. So if I bet a hundred thousand dollars a day, I know in the end, theoretically, I'm going to get going to have a return or ROI, return of investment, of about three to four percent. That mm. is because you are a professional. So anyone listening who is just someone who heads down to the casino for the weekend, you're not as guaranteed as much as Bill because Bill is professional. He yeah. knows knows the stats behind it. Mm. All right, Bill. Well, My stuff's done by a computer program, correct? That's yeah. Absolutely. Well, Everything's mathematical. It's not just a gamble. Yeah, we're saving your number, yeah. Bill, so we can go to that high-rolling uh, area at the casino. Mm-hmm. Anytime you guys need anything you want to have me on or something, I'm happy to come on. You're real nice people. I can hear it in your voice. Oh, thanks, Bill. Thanks, thanks Bill. Bill. Thank <laughs> now give me $20,000, he says. Uh, Bill, uh, thank you so much. Bill Krakenberger, he is a professional gambler from Vegas. Um, you could be there with $10,000 US. you got to bet the lot up. Uh, Black or red on roulette. What will you go register? Hit105.com.au. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit105. And nothing gets bigger than this. We have a superstar, a possible superstar being born right here on this show. Don't look Mm -hmm. him in the eye. Don't look him in the eye. Well, it's hard to because he never looks up. (laughs) (laughs) Those sneakers are really fascinating. (laughs) Yeah. Yesterday, Stav. Well, uh, for a long time on this show, we have been discussing uh, your single that yes. came to light mm-hmm. uh, here on the show. Um, you performed it here off air, mm. and our conversation went down when I said to you, how old were you when you wrote that? And I said, I wrote that three weeks ago. <laughs> Christmas holidays. Because you assumed that I was... 15. I was going to say somewhere between 15 and 20. Mm. 
was the age range. This it's is got a lot of torment in the in the song. This is the song. That's why I'm on my knees begging you, come back, please. The only thing you left me when you left me was me. Just in case you didn't get that last line. The only thing you left me when you left me was me. Oh, it's like Bernard Fanning live at the Gap Tavern 1993. It's like I'm just taken back there. Now. Take it back there, Stab. You're a superstar on iTunes now, mate. The, the comment section of your song on iTunes is remarkable. Uh, Beck has yeah. written five stars. I have no words. The man's a genius. Every time I've heard this song, at least three times, it leaves me breathless. Breathless. Yeah. Thank you for appropriately touching me right in the G-rated feels. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's you, you got five stars. There is one guy that's rated at one. He seems very confused. Um, boy, it's on there, but everyone else, five stars. Okay. Well, thank Best you, Best song Brisbane. I've ever heard. Awesome song with great rhyming lyrics. 100% emoji. So now we need to know, because I haven't checked this morning, because you can download it. Mm. It's $1.69. We recommend you to do it because we want to get in. We want to get in. Not number one, do I'd we? like to... Well, I think like that's... Number, you know, I'd, say, I'd say top 20. I will say, currently, currently on iTunes, Ed Sheeran is the number one song. Yeah, so you and can't do that. When you, but, win. but hang on. When what? you search Stav Davidson, you know how sometimes it comes up with people you may also like? Mm. Mm. Ed Sheeran is one of the suggestions <laughs> that if you like Stav songs, you'll also like Rubbing Ed shoulders with giants, Stav. Okay. Rubbing shoulders with giants. We are aware how little I'm enjoying this, right? No, come on! You like you normally like the attention. This is not. This is not the attention you want. This song was never really meant for public. You accidentally recorded it. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, he says that. You accidentally record. You accidentally sat in the studio and recorded it. We had a version he performed live on air, which you made me do. So people, yes, we did make you do that. And I wasn't happy with the key that I chose. Correct. So I went in and knew that this was going to happen. So I went in and re-recorded a better version that I was more comfortable (laughs) with. So now you're just trying to act shocked. Is that what you're doing? Like, oh, I didn't see this coming. Anyway, so we want to know where is it on the charts. On yes, the iTunes charts. On the iTunes charts. Well, you can buy it right now for $1.69 at the special staff price of $1.69. What number is it? We have a timpani in the studio? We do. They're always on standby. It peaked yesterday <laughs> at 145. <laughs> Whoa. At around about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. can I just say you were above from Sia. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Sia has been on there for 12 months. <laughs> um, and so, so she went up to number one and is slowly dropping Wait, down. Wait, I'm up to 100. Where is yeah. he? Oh, hang on. Drum roll for where he is okay. at today. Yesterday peaked at 145. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Are you still looking? Yeah, I'm up to 150. I can't see it. Yeah, he's dropped out. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> but, but you're in the top 200. But you're in the top. For a while there, you're saying. Yeah. I, I charted myself. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm did happy you? With was that, that when? You, did how many times did you buy it? Did you go into different I accounts? Know. I bought it once. I only bought it once. I only bought it once, and that was just to support the radio station. Now, now it's, now it's <laughs> yeah. gone. It's out of the chart. So, we, can we can we drop this now? Can we no, leave this? No, way. no, 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 no. If you want to purchase it, please do. Just search Stav Davidson. A lot of listeners, yep. um, shout out to you guys, have uh, sent in proof that they have purchased it. Mm. Yeah, screenshots, brilliant. Yep. When you search it, you will have to go down because Osh's podcast for Stav comes up at the top. Feel free to download that. It's free, That's right? Free. Osh, yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then scroll down just a little bit on your phone and buy Stav's song down there. That's what 
Ed Sheeran has to do. Explain how to download <laughs> yeah. it in the hidden <laughs> iTunes charts. Shush. <laughs> Those hidden iTunes charts is where the indie cred lives, Abby. Yeah, if it, if it went, say, like, top 50. Yeah. You'd tour. You'd have to do a tour, wouldn't you? If I tour, I'll need more. Not at the Gabba. Songs. You can't do it on the. You can't do anything at the Gabba no, at the moment. But no, I, I would like to see. I'd like to see you do a forty-five minute set on the one song. Yes, and we'll do a Christmas edition. God, I'd love a Christmas yeah. edition. A Christmas edition. And you do okay. an R and B Friday one. Okay, because this is spiraling wildly out of control. It's only if we get to the top fifty. Okay, if you if we get into the, <laughs> we don't need that many people to get. We only need like a hundred people to buy it within the same hour. Boom, top fifty. If That's we all get we need. into the top fifty. I will be open to negotiations about a further step in my pop career. That's a yes. That's a yes, ladies and gentlemen. We're going on tour if we're getting to the top 50. Yeah. Where is the money going to? That's my big question here. Oh, come on. That is my big question here. It's not about the end result, guys. It's about the journey. You're the the dodgy band manager who's like, I'm going to make you a star, kid. I'm going to make you a star. (laughs) Stick with with me. Sign here. And you'll get there. But someone is getting the money. Who is is getting the money for this? It's not important. It's not about the money. (laughs) You put your BSB number in the iTunes. This this is about... You did, didn't you? It's about where you're going, not where you are. And I I promise you... You would be the You'll get slimiest manager You'll get looked that after. staff could ever ask You'll for. You'll get looked after. Sign here. You're going to get looked after. You're going to make me write that. another song, aren't you? Mate, you'll be I'm fine. I'm just going to London to work on a couple of deals. Yeah. yeah. You'll be fine. Mm. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. I'm not that easy to wind up. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, you are. Off the air. We've got Tweedledee and Tweedledum here. <laughs> my my, my <laughs> thanks for no thanks just changed. Because you're Just buying changed. T-shirts online, Stav. It was a La La Land T-shirt. Uh, anyway, this is an off-air conversation that will make no you're sense to anyone. You're the one that brought it to the table. You get fired up and try and pretend that you're not fired up. Yeah. Do I? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think I do pretend. You, you just did, called us Tweedledum and Tweedledee. You did piss me off. You did piss me off. That's why I was raising my voice very highly. And then Osha jumped on like the friend behind. Anyway, thanks for no thanks time. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Hit the music, Clayderman. Oh. Hey, Maddie and Abby. <laughs> this is going to be. You two fun. have been arguing whenever the microphones aren't on for the last half an hour. It's like when you visit your friend's house as a kid and their parents start fighting. You don't quite know when to look or ask <laughs> yeah. for where the phone is so mum can come pick you up. It's weird, isn't it? It's weird. <laughs> Maddie. Back down. No if you know way. what's good for you. If you know what's good for you. Is nah. that because you just become right? a father again, it's not worth it. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> I'll tell everyone wants to know. I was shit canning women. Hey, apparently. hey, 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 hey. No. no everyone wants to know. That's what I was saying. That's what it was about, apparently. I was just going to talk about my big pimple on my face, but now it sort of seems irrelevant now. Go on, go on. <laughs> Have you seen how big it is, though, honestly? Tom. No. <laughs> what? Tom. Tom, I, named I, was, it. I was just I about to say it. it needs to have a name because that's like I a boil. Mm. And you know what's really annoying about it when it actually doesn't have a head so you can't squeeze it? Mm. Thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. Does it remind you of anyone? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have one today, to be honest with you. I did have one, but I forgot uh, it when we were having our fight. Uh, <laughs> so oh, parking. Thanks. No, parking. No, no, no. I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're a terrible <laughs> parallel parker. No, thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> I'm real sweaty. <laughs> oh, hey. You always sweat when you're in the wrong. Uh, hey. This show. <laughs> it's tradition 
in the showbiz industry to finish on a high. We've never done that, though. <laughs> to go out with a bang. To have everyone prepared so that the last thing that you do is the best thing that's happened on the show so far. <laughs> Obviously not today. <laughs> because this has been a rambling mess. So thanks. I'm going to go buy that shirt now. <laughs> but no thanks. To the old school bang. As you can tell, I haven't had a lot of sleep over the last couple of days. Uh, neither of you. That's uh, what it is. Neither no, of either of you. No, I'm not in the wrong, so it's fine. Um, but very exciting. You <laughs> get to take your daughter home. Yes, she's coming home from the uh, hospital today. Aww. So I'm going to go pick her up. So that will be um, you driving like 40 k's per hour on the way home. Yep, that'll be me. Isn't it Danger weird on. doing, I, that, see, doing that travel? I'm so terrible that I try to rally so badly against stereotypes that I would, just would not do that. I was like, I'm sitting at 60. Okay, it's like yeah. it's a 50 zone, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Advantage. See your local Toyota dealer now or search Toyota Value for more.